Well, I mean, there are, there are a multitude of, of uh, diseases that it can affect the kidney, um, but generally what people refer to as kidney disease is malfunction of the kidneys, so they don't do the work that they're supposed to do as efficiently as they're supposed to do. So the kidneys are required to remove toxins from the body and metabolic waste products and fluid, and when they start to not do that properly, um, through uh, you know various causes, we call that kidney disease. And then, what causes um, kidney disease? Yeah, well, it, it, it depends a little bit where you are in the world, but um, there are really the big causes of kidney disease in modern times are diseases of lifestyle. So, the more diabetes and hypertension you have, the more likely you are to see people with um, kidney disease. And uh, very importantly, particularly in sub-Saharan Africa, um, the incidence of HIV, HIV itself can cause significant kidney disease, uh, as well as some of the treatments for it. So in South Africa, really the three big groups would be diabetes, hypertension, and, and probably HIV. Yeah. And then can you tell me how can one prevent kidney disease? Right. So, you know, at the outset, um, it's important, like in, in most of our organs, you need to live a relatively healthy lifestyle. So you need to make sure that you maintain your body weight, um, that you eat in a, in a healthy manner so that you don't put yourself at risk of, of the diseases, hypertension and diabetes. And then also, like everything else, it's, it's, uh, it's important for all of us to try and avoid acquiring HIV infection um, by, you know, safe practices. Um, and, uh, you know, ultimately, the more education we have around kidney disease, the better, I think. What are the symptoms of um, kidney disease? Right. Well, that's actually the problem, you see, because our kidneys are so efficient that often there, is, there are no symptoms until the kidney is quite seriously damaged. And this is why we advocate that people who have one of these diseases needs to have a blood test to see how their kidney function is. Very late on, the kidneys, you, you start to have problems with fluid retention, you have nausea, you don't eat well, and you feel tired all the time. So, and, and those are the sort of predominant early symptoms. I mean, as, as it gets more and more severe, you know, patients may present with severe confusion and uh, uh, dangerous electrolyte problems. But the, the real problem is that, by and large, until you're really in trouble, there, there actually isn't much to see at all. What is chronic kidney disease then? Yeah. So if, if you've got um, evidence that there's something wrong with your kidney, so if, if on imaging of the, the, the renal tract you see there's a problem with the kidney or you've got abnormal blood tests or abnormal problems in the urine and those persist beyond three months, then we say this is chronic kidney disease. That's what we mean. In 2013, the health minister once said that um, kidney disease is at crisis level in South Africa. Um, He was saying that the number of people requiring treatment of kidney disease has reached a crisis point in South Africa. Mm -hmm. Is it still the case in 2017? Yeah, look, look, to be honest, um, the the problem with, with advanced kidney disease, so the problem now with people who now need um, a transplantation or they need dialysis, etc. You enter a phase of kidney disease where it's now extremely expensive to manage and it's extremely expensive for any economy to do so. So the problem is that the more kidney disease you have, 
the more funding you're going to need to provide those sort of treatments. And currently in South Africa, we, we don't actually have the funding to cope with all the people who need um, dialysis or transplants. So it's very, very important that we try and look at a, a preventative strategy. So try and get into uh, the clinics where the people with hypertension and diabetes and HIV are first seen to try, because you can actually slow things down and sometimes even reverse things, uh, reverse the progression of kidney disease. So it, it is, I mean, crisis is an emotive word, but, but the bottom line is that we don't have enough access to uh, assist people who have advanced kidney disease. The unfortunate consequence of advanced kidney disease when you don't have a kidney replacement strategy is that you will die. I mean, that is, you know, you have to have kidneys to do certain important metabolic functions. So, you know, in, in one term, not being able to provide enough renal replacement therapies for all the people who are, present, are presenting, it, I'm, I mean, I guess it's acceptable to say it, it is a crisis. Are you able to give me um, some stats in terms of, like, understanding in, 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 um, there was a point where 5,000 people in 2013 needed renal dialysis mm. in South Africa. Can mm. you, are you able to give me some stats, like, year per year, like how many um, people have needed renal dialysis? Yeah. So I can, um, I can, I can speak on sort of a, uh, in terms of, a, you know, one public hospital, but we're very, very similar. Uh, the experience is fairly similar across the country. And that is, on average, we, we have... So this is in addition to people who have acute kidney problems. We see approximately 200 people, this is in one public hospital, who, who come to us, and they're at the stage where they would need something done in order to maintain their lives. So they will need a transplant or dialysis. So it's 200 in one public hospital. Now, you can work out how many public hospitals there are in South Africa, and that will give you a sort of an idea... Of, you know, admittedly, look, Gauteng is a, is, is a, is a big, you know, it's a, it's a big province. Uh, Johannesburg's got a large population, but the, the statistics are, are fairly similar across, across my, a lot of the public hospitals. Thursday is going to be World Kidney Day. What, yes. what are your thoughts ahead of that day? Well, what we, what we keep trying to do is to get the message out. Um, we are, our government is aware of, of the need for, for kidney uh, medicine, but again, they are, you know, we are competing with programs for housing and basic sanitation and tuberculosis programs and all that. So we, we do understand. I mean, it's a, it's a monumental task the government faces in trying to fund all this, but we are constantly trying to engage with them to make sure that we're not missed or forgotten about. I think that's very important. And that's one of the things of the World Kidney Day is really to look at governments in the world to make them aware of how serious and significant kidney disease is. You know, it's a disease that affects potentially millions of people. Um, at the same time, World Kidney Day is a very important opportunity for us to educate our public. Um, if you're not looking after yourself and you're taking lots of anti-inflammatories and the wrong kind of medicines, um, and you're gaining weight and you're not controlling your diabetes, um, you're, you're putting yourself uh, at risk of, uh, of, of, well, kidney problems. Um, and it's, it's, one of those, um, it's one of those disciplines or one of those problems that 
really, unfortunately, the prevention is so cost-effective, but the actual therapy is hugely expensive. It really is. You know, we, you know, we really have to have the public understand this, that it's, it's a very, very expensive to try and do kidney replacement therapies. It really, um, you know, it, almost any economy in the world. So I think that's the message that, uh, that we're trying to, to, to bring is that, you know, um, be aware of your kidneys, be aware of what they do, um, be aware of how important they are for you. Um, and again, World Kidney Day this year is, is looking, on, uh, looking at things like the impact of obesity on kidney disease. So, and, you know, these are things, it costs you less to eat less, you know, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 